Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. As we celebrate Rosary Sunday today, we are reminded of that all-familiar devotion that uh, is uh, around us whenever we need it to be. We know the rosary well. We hopefully pray it well and often, hopefully daily. But it's sort of ubiquitous in our lives. How often do you actually reflect upon just how powerful, just how important a sacramental the rosary is? Do you think to yourselves about the reality that outside of the Mass itself, there is no greater prayer nor superior tool for the conversion and salvation of souls? But this is precisely why we celebrate the feast of, our, of the Most Holy Rosary. It is the exact reason why Our Lady gave to us the Holy Rosary, why she came to Dominic and told him to teach it to those far and wide and use it as a tool to help convert and save souls. One of the greatest labors in St. Dominic's holy life was that he undertook the great task of working to preach and striving to convert people from the Albigensian heresy. Now, what was Albigensianism? Albigensianism was a heresy that, at the time of St. Dominic, started to take over large portions of Europe, especially in the area of France, and it was a form of dualism. Dualism that believed that there were not one, but two gods. There was a good god and an evil god, and that these two equally powerful beings waged war perpetually against each other. The good god, he, well, he was in charge of all spiritual things, the soul of man, angels in heaven, all of the spiritual realm was his. And yet the evil god, he was in charge of all material things, separated from the soul, separated from all of the spiritual world, and that those things inherently themselves were evil. And such, it led to all sorts of error and debauchery in those who are adherents to it. It turned nature on its head because it tried to, to figure out a way to promote good and evil through two supreme beings. And <clears throat> it tried to separate these, these two intimately entwined realities of our world, the material and the spiritual. Instead, it had men now believing that marriage as an institution was evil. Why? Because it brought forth more material beings. It had them to believe that uh, things like abortion and murder were great acts of goodness because it eliminated things that were material from the world. It had man believe that suicide was the ultimate sacrifice one could make because you eliminated your own material reality from world and became simply spiritual. 
No, it was one that truly turned nature on its head, and moreover made it so it was impossible to really be a Christian, because they had to deny the incarnation of Christ. How could the good God, as it were, become material being? And how could Our Lady, a material being, be the mother of God? Impossible. These and many more errors came from this, and it became a plague across society. St. Dominic, he traveled around to put an end to that, to bring souls back to Christ. And in one such instance, he found himself up against truly hardened hearts that seemed impossible to budge. He came to the city of Toulouse in France, and he comes in and he stood there in the public square and began to preach for all to listen. Men and women from all around came to hear him. He was most eloquent in his speech. He was clearly to all there an extraordinarily intelligent and well-learned man. And yet, they had no interest in changing away and coming back to the Catholic faith. Instead, they only doubled down, and by the end of all these efforts, he found himself walking dejected out the city and going to find quiet in the woods to regroup himself and see if it was worth even going back in again. Dominic, having only a couple of souls gained in the entire city, spent his time in the woods praying and fasting. Three days, three nights, he was there begging heaven asking, where has he gone wrong? What does he need to do to have better success? How can he be guided? And after the third day, all of a sudden in the middle of the night, as he knelt there praying by himself, he saw come down from heaven this great ball of fire. And there in that great ball of fire were three angels who proceeded down to be with him. Admiring this wonderful and holy sight, he watched it until it finally disappeared, at which point the voice of the Blessed Virgin Mary echoed down to him and spoke sweetly and softly but encouragingly to him and reminded him and told him, Dominic, go and preach my Psalter. What is the Psalter of Our Lady? It is the Rosary. It is 150 Hail Marys, each one taking the place of one of the 150 Psalms in the Psalter. Then, with that, Our Lady included an additional aspect to it. While you do so, along the way, meditate upon 15 different aspects, mysteries, of Christ's life, the 15 mysteries of the Rosary. Each one of these, spend time explaining, give a little explanation, a little story to go along with it to the people. And this will be your preaching, the prayers of, that were most pleasing to Mary and the little stories of Christ's life along the way. Dominic 
was renewed. He rose up filled with fire and zeal to go and do exactly what Mary had told him to do. And so he returned back to the city of Toulouse and again called people to come and to hear what he had to say. The people, while they had already been there the day before and were wholly unconvinced, they still returned. This man was still a great man, very learned, very kind, and had some interesting things to say. So if he came back again, perhaps there's something else that they were missing. And they showed up expecting to hear a great discourse like he had given in the days prior. Instead, he simply pulled out some beads and he asked people to pray along with him. And along the way, he explained these little aspects of our Lord's life. And one by one, hearts were melted. One by one, souls were converted. Men and women were gained back to heaven. And soon, the entire city of Toulouse was converted by the most holy rosary. A conversion that seemed impossible just a couple of days prior. This is the common thread of the rosary. It is not something that ended with the mission of Saint Dominic. Such extraordinary miracles continued to happen and still do to this day. It is not without reason that Our Lady explained to Saint Dominic that one day through the rosary and the scapular she would save the world. Nor is it without reason that she told the good saint that praying the rosary daily is one of the greatest signs of predestinations of a soul. No, it was because it is meant to be continued on until the end of time. And when you look at us, the remnant few that still possess the true faith today and practice it as our Lord intends it, you find people that come from all sorts of different walks of life. Most of uh, the people that you find and meet who have come to be here as traditional Catholics, they have come from somewhere else, perhaps the Novus Ordo, perhaps from no religion at all, perhaps from some sort of a false religion, like Protestantism or whatever it may be. And each one has its own unique story. Each one, if you ask them, how did you come to the truth? They'll tell you, a magnificent tale about their own personal journey to coming to the reality of the faith. And each one is different. But along the way, at a certain point, there'll be an interjection that binds them all together. That point being that a certain point they'll say, and then I started to pray the rosary regularly, become more devoted to Our Lady through that means. And you quickly realize there is the key to everything. And for us, this needs to be a great source of comfort and strength and renewed vigor moving forward. Think about it for yourselves. How many of you, probably everyone, has cases in their lives 
that seem impossible, at least naturally speaking. Family members and friends that you care deeply about and you don't want to see lost, but for all natural purposes seem completely disinterested or even adverse to the truths of the faith. Yet, perhaps, your whole mindset in approach to that is one too natural, too focused on speech and argument, and not enough upon grace, which truly converts hearts. Perhaps the answer to that is the Rosary Novena, a true investment through this sacramental given for the good of that soul. How many times as well in your own life do you look around you and find yourself tempted strongly or struggling with things in your day-to-day -day life, your relationships, your, your family life, your work life, politics of the world in general, and so many of these things seem unsolvable or beyond your grasp to be even influenced. And yet we forget that right there resting in our pocket is a true influential answer, something that takes so little effort to pull out and to thumb along and to make a difference. The rosary is our great answer to any trouble in this life. Prayer is true action done for greater good. And when we reflect upon it and think about this great sacramental, we realize that it is not simply the chain that binds conversion stories together, but it should be this, the chain that binds all of us together in a united fight for souls and for truth. May God bless you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.